Welcome to episode 34 of the Roger Snipe Show. The Roger Snipes Show. Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks again for tuning in to the Roger Snipes Show. I think today is going to be a very interesting episode. I had great fun speaking to... I forgot his name now. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas Oliver. Um, man, it was really interesting. Like, this guy is a very interesting person. He is a, a registered nutrigenomics practitioner and was the first in the UK to offer fitness and nutrition plans based on individual DNA makeup. Man, it's so cool. We took a deep dive into his company called Omnos and why he calls it the intelligent health system. Now, his innovative science-based coaching methods and his book Cracking Your Health Code back in 2015 and his GenSmart Academy have been aiding hundreds of people to achieve their optimal health. Now Thomas has created GenSmart in 2016, the first UK platform to provide personalized recommendations based on someone's genetic data. Now this was merged in 2019 with AYE Limited to create Omnos. Thomas is now the founder and CEO of Omnos. In 2019, Omnos aimed to make established scientific knowledge and validated health prevention accessible to all. Omnos is an AI platform that analyzes your genome combined with lifestyle assessments and functional medicine tests to give you a scientifically validated dashboard of your health with personalized and accountable recommendations at your fingertips. Thomas is also the founder of Smart Health Consulting. In 2020, originated from his book Smart Health, SH Consulting is composed of a team of experts in personalized nutrition, artificial intelligence, IoT architecture, and sustainability. SH Consulting has set the mission to help organizations and cities to implement a smart health architecture ecosystem, providing real-time end-to-end solutions in order to effectively implement, track, and forecast health preventions and performance while providing scientifically validated reach data output via tailor-made digitalized tools. Okay, let's bring on Thomas Oliver. Roger Snipes Show. Yes, Thomas, how you doing, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. And you? Yeah, I'm good. Very well. I've been pretty excited about having a little chat with you. We've, we've had a, a few discussions about Omnos and, you know, what the future brings for Omnos. And I, I've not heard anything or seen anything like what you are doing. And to be honest with you, I find it quite revolutionary. So that's the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And what you're doing is is really amazing. And what I'd like you to do, if you can, just just give a nice introduction to what Omnos is all about. Yeah, sure. So 
Omnos is, we call it the intelligent health system. Um, but that's for the words. But what it really is, is a vision behind of helping people in having access to health optimization in a way that we want to democratize the science uh, behind health because, you know, it is actually complex, you know, to understand how our body works. There's mm -hmm. so many things, uh, uh, you know, that to take in consideration. We saw, you know, all the diseases we're dying of, for example, now, um, they, they're all very multifactorial when we talk about all, the, all those diseases that are preventable, right? Uh, we're talking about, you know, cancer, dementia, uh, heart wellness, uh, you know, all, all, all those things are, uh, and type 2 diabetes, for example. Um, they are multifactorial and we need to understand the mechanism. We need to understand the person that, you know, developed this condition over time, how those things happen. Um, and also the idea of connecting the dots between everything that's going on in your environment with yourself um, and inside your body. Um, and, and Omnos is all about this. And, and Omnos is about connecting the dots, making things simplified, um, simplifying things for, for people to then have a tool that is scientifically validated, but also um, help them to, 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 to discover and learn about themselves, mm. but also to plan and prevent. And that's very important. So it's also an invitation for people to shift from being passive in a way towards their health to a more proactiveness, right? So to, to, to yeah. be in charge of it, to be responsible. Uh, I, I like to say your health is your responsibility, but too often now, unfortunately, we, it's just the way we're wired, right? We, we all heard the story of, you know, well, it, it, it's in your genes or it's all, all, this, all this sort of thing. Uh, but actually, no, the, the reality is, you know, you are in control. You are the designer of what's going to happen to you. Um, and we, we totally understand this with beyond genetics. There's epigenetic, which is what's happening around your genes. Um, and, and all of this now you can track, you can learn, you can, you know, you can measure and, and you know, uh, have access to all this thing. Uh, and this is what we're doing on loss is really to try to connect all the dots between the convergence of in one side the being data driven mm. but an invitation for you to look at what's going on inside your body based on the data of yourself um, validated science so we, we obviously plug in the latest research and, and making sure that what we put out there is valid and, and you know there's all expertise behind this yeah uh, and again connecting the dots in the sense that nothing works in isolation so you know if you have certain gene variation and you have this lifestyle well actually you're going to switch on those genes to express and you might end up this but actually you need to look at what's going on inside your body right now based on this uh, to make sure that you can track and measure because this is where your risk is for you and once you have done that then you can connect dots like mm, okay so this is something that is imbalanced and you can learn about it discover how you can adapt to you know your environment adapt your diet your lifestyle to this very targeted 
thing that is very typical for yourself because you are unique. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, again, this is what Omnos is, is truly treating people as unique as they are. What, um, one, one question, how long have you taken to, to piece this all together? I mean, there's so many different areas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh right, right, yeah. I mean, it's so comprehensive that, you know, this is something that I could only assume has taken so much scientists. I mean, it, it covers so many different areas. How long did it, that take? And like, long, how many different journey, specialists, yeah. how many different scientists? Like, yeah. got to so, be a big amount it, of people on the it's, team. It's actually, uh, you know, one thing that I learned really quickly is to get surrounded by uh, people who are smarter than you. If you want, you know, one wants to have a vision that is quite ambitious, um, and definitely not something that I could have achieved on my own. So there's all team behind, you know. Mm. Uh, the vision maybe, but then you know, to execute that vision, I needed a team of uh, scientists, functional doctors, um, you know, uh, dietitian, nutritionist, um, all, all those people who are have huge expertise in the area of expertise um, and really try to understand our vision and then having the, uh, the team of developers, uh, you know, who code all those things, uh, pick up our brain and, and translate this into a computer, uh, make an algorithm out of it. And then, you know, along the way, you, you, you meet amazing people who, who share the same vision and, and actually want to help. And I had a previous business, which was GenSmart, and was only looking at the genetic aspect of things. Uh, you know, cutting the long story short, I, I started with all this more than, than a decade ago in, in providing uh, DNA testing for athletes and, and trying to optimize, you know, trying to have a, a, you know, an approach that is personalized to them. So uh, looking at bio-individuality. Mm. Um, and... And from there, I realized, you know, well, it's cool for athletes, but actually, we have a real pandemic of things that can be totally preventable, and people are dying from it. And then it touch, sort of touch you personally, if you see family members or, or friends or getting, you know, uh, cancers or this thing. It's like, and all this is, you know, you start to understand that it's, it's preventable. Um, so anyway, the whole idea was there to get this team together uh, with GenSmart. We, we've done well on the whole genetic aspect of things. Uh, but my ambition was to go beyond genetics because it's not necessarily because you have certain predisposition to certain things, but you will have the phenotype, meaning that you will develop the disease associated to it. And to, however, genetic will tell you what you are made of, but it's not the whole picture. You cannot say, from genetic only, this is the food you should be eating. This is, you know, the optimal perfect diet and perfect fitness plan and this sort of thing. There's so much more to take in, in consideration. Yeah. And this is where I was starting looking and, and using myself for, for my patients, um, you know, functional testing, so hormone testing, uh, organic acid test, um, GI mapping, mapping, you know, for, for gut health, um, all, all those different tests element to understand toxicity and all this sort of thing. And then you start to realize, well, actually, 
this will have an impact um, on this. Uh, um, but along the way, someone was doing the same thing as me, um, was actually uh, introduced to me. And we decided to join forces. Um, and lucky enough, is a very, very uh, sort of uh, uh, brainiac, uh, you know, uh, doctors and, you know, uh, and, and he already had figured out on how to connect the dots, which I was trying to do with uh, some, some scientists in bioinformatics uh, from Imperial College. It literally came out with um, an Excel spreadsheet, uh, which all was in there with all the formula. So um, at first, when I told this to my team, they were, no, no, this is a joke, it's not possible. But I did it. <laughs> um, and, and then, you know, we, we decided to join forces because I already had uh, an audience uh, and the vision and, and, you know, we decided to just, you know, instead of competing against each other, uh, to join forces and to, to pull off, you know, almost together. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a very exciting journey. So you started this, you say about 10 years ago, that was what you're uh, looking into the whole genetic side of things. Was, was that yeah. when you started? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Since then, obviously there's, there's been maybe quite a few different genetic companies which are out there now, isn't it? Loads that are yeah. dealing with like, you know, you've got the epigenetics and I don't know, like fitness genetics, you've got DNA fit and, you know, quite a few yeah. different other ones which are out there. But what you've done here, you've, 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 you've put together a system, which I understand you call the intelligent health system. Um, now, what do you mean exactly when you say intelligent health system could you yeah. elaborate on that so an intelligent health system in a sense again that first is data driven um, in a sense that if you look at the genetic aspect of things um, that's a set of data about yourself and this won't change is who you are you know the 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 the, the making you know it's like the, the make of a car um, but only certain gene will express if your lifestyle, your diet, your environment is not, you know, uh, appropriate or, you know, based on your gene. And if we understand which one of those imbalances you are predisposed to, then you can understand, you know, how those pathway will be out of balance and, and what you need to do. And when you have all those data in place and you plug in lifestyle to what you are doing on a daily basis um, and those data from other tests that looks at what's going on inside your body right now and you connect the dots between everything then you have an intelligent health system because what i mean by i'll give you a concrete example so let's say you just do one test in isolation and you're being told well you actually lack of iron because you know you've done a hair element test and you have uh, I don't know toxic ratio of mercury um, and you know uh, uh, mercury iron iron being low you think recommended iron but actually you shouldn't take iron because something that is not in that equation of that test is the fact that you have you know bloating and you have uh, gut issues. And actually, you have a parasite that will feed an iron. And actually, you, if you feed that parasite and keep carrying being there, you're 
you're going to diminish your immunity and potentially you having already have leaky gut. So you're gonna just make things worse. So this is the issue of when you do things in isolation and, and you know, don't look at the whole picture. Mm. Uh, and this is what, you know, the whole expertise we, we worked with, the whole science um, that we pulled together in, in connecting those dots, uh, the hard work was there, is what, how something like this will affect, so how this biomarker will affect this one and how this will, you know. So all, all those things are very, very important um, uh, to, to have the whole picture. So then once you have all those data and it's working by order of priorities, what is the priority for you? Um, you know, and, and then this is where it all triggers the whole aspect of protocols, personalized recommendation, and we make things very simple <clears throat> in terms of things to do, <clears throat> things to avoid, um, you know, things to take if you need certain supplements, but obviously we always, always recommend food first, mm. um, but sometimes you do need, um, you know, supplements. Um, you know, even if you have certain dietary short choices or, or, or restriction, you, you have to have. Um, so there's always those aspects of things. Um, and obviously, if it's too clinical, it's people to see. But even on this, the platform will know what is the next best test for you, what is your top priorities. Um, and once you start filling those data, it sort of adapts to you. Or, or on what you're doing or you know so your food list for example from now to another another time when you have an input of results from another test your food list will change so your you know something like right now because you have bad guts and we know that and you have done a, a microbiome test our microbiome test and we understand that you have too many parasites you have you know uh, you, you're a bit overwhelmed here and, and mm. you're, 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 you need to fix that. Um, so a food like soya, which is a good food, but it's a high histamic food, which means that it, it will create an immunity reaction. And because you're already predisposed genetically speaking and you already have, you have a reaction to this type of food and you already have uh, you know, gut issues that diminish your immunity, your first line of defense, and actually, we do have uh, biomarkers like SIGA that will look exactly at, at this. Um, well, soya is not for you. It's a 20% type of rated food for you. However, magnesium uh, is something you need. So a dark chocolate, 100% uh, you know, dark chocolate or 90% dark chocolate, uh, because we know so from genetic that you like a bitter test. And you know you you require you need magnesium because of the last um, you know ratio or nutrients ratio you, you have done magnesium was too low, so that's a food that will have a ninety percent uh, sort of scoring. Yeah, uh, and and coming back to the intelligent health system, it's also because we score things, so everything has a score. So it's the score is not the the you know the most uh, accurate science for now. It's an education. However, it, it's the combination of a lot of things that are very, you know, um, it's a great indication. Right. I would say. Can, can you take something like this and give to, I don't know, like a naturopathic doctor or your general practitioner and be like, okay, so this is me right here. 
um, and, and I don't know, they'll be able to work with it, would you say? Yeah. Like to, so to it, give some it's actually, we're having an amazing response from practitioners. Mm. Because one thing, I mean, there's several things that practitioners struggle in doing. Sometimes it's because of time. Sometimes it's because some will be more experts in, I don't know, things like hormones. Uh, but not so much in, you know, gut health, for example. So you sort of choose what is your expertise. Um, you know, it's quite rare to have the, the full spectrum uh, of, of uh, you know, uh, uh, the whole picture of everything and for a practitioner to be knowledgeable about everything. Yeah. So the platform does that, okay? But mm -hmm. that being said, the artificial intelligence will never replace the human touch because you know it's hard to be uh, accountable to a machine rather than you know a, a human being so we work with practitioners in the sense that we work in practitioner to help them figuring out uh, to, to have you know simplify the whole picture because they can have access to all those data if the user want to opt in so the patient is opting in for them to see the data uh, because we are very strong about data ownership, mm. but also helping them so you know a, a, a practitioner can go and see them with the whole list of the things that uh, doesn't you know they're imbalanced. So then, if you're a good practitioner, you actually oh wow okay so now I understand all this and okay that explains this, um, and also we have all the recommendations, but we also now building a practitioner dashboard to help practitioner to. Uh, you know, plug in more data, but also for helping them to create content uh, that they can push through the platform. So the platform is very gamified in the sense that, you know, it's enjoyable, which is also very important for me to, to have done something that, you know, is, is you know, just look, you look great <laughs> uh, yeah. because you want, you just want, you know, your, your you're a lot more, it's a lot more inviting to create this relationship with your own biology and, and to have big food dashboard. It's like, wow, okay, this is me and how I function. And this is how I can function better. Uh, and if I retest and see, well, actually, yes, this is where I was three months ago. And now I've done this and this, and now this is where I am. Um, and you start creating those patterns and you really, because you're into all this, you you really start to understand what works and what doesn't work for you. But it's not just something you you get told about, right? Um, it's more something you experience yourself. So it's you know, today, funny enough, I, I got a bit lost in the street, um, <clears throat> but someone told me, okay, you need to go right and left and right and left. Um, but then I realized once I've done it, you know, um, it was very really hard from his indication. Uh, and I will, you know, but when you find your way yourself, it's, you know, you've, you have experienced it. So you, it, it's a lot more easier for you to, to understand how, what to do and how to get there. Is there a way to detect whether somebody is pre-diabetic on the test? Are there like markers on there to say, all right, this has picked up that I don't know, you are diabetic or pre-diabetic and yeah. these yeah. are these are the signs of it. Um or even other types of um I don't know, type I don't know, markers for disease. Yes, yeah. So 
as, as you know, uh, as we just discussed, everything is multifactorial, right? Um, but from genetic, you know, predisposition already, um, type 2 diabetes is a big one, okay? Insulin sensitivity, uh, genes like FTO, PPA, RG, all, all those uh, top uh, genes, if you have some high variant here, you already um, have some high scoring in terms of predisposition to type 2 diabetes. Um, and then if you look at all the things within imbalances that can even cause this, um, you know, and also your lifestyle, yeah, again, you know, it, it will connect the dots. When we, we look actually just on the genetic side of thing, um, we have more than 500 reports looking at 70, 70 different area of wellness. Um, and on this dashboard, you see those area of wellness and type 2 diabetes is actually one of them. And then when you click on this, you look at all the different reports in relation to type 2 diabetes. Um, but that's just for genetic. And then all the different things, um, you know, across different tests uh, will also tell you about different predisposition you may have. Um, and also, uh, you know, like big precursors of autoimmune diseases that can lead you anywhere really, um, you know, leaky guts and, and all these sort of things. We look, we look at all those different um, biomarkers um, and we explain them. Um, we also obviously give the science uh, and why also, you know, it can lead you where it should go. So you can dig through the platform all this and discover and learn. But obviously, most people don't really look at the science behind it, and, and you know it's totally understandable because the the, the science is hard to understand. So mm -hmm. we, we've done this really hard work to make this all accessible in designating the language, and I think this is part of this big effort of democratizing the science behind help. Yeah. Um, so then you can actually you know what you're talking about. Um, and, and you can actually now understand it, well, okay, now I'm involved, you know, I can be proactive about it. Because I think there's, there's a big problem in the system we have now is there's all alienation of the language. And if you go to in, in a hospital, um, you know, and you have an amazing doctor that will help you and save your life. But this is for acute medicine. It's, it's when too often, too late sort of scenario, when you arrive there to break down, they're not center of wellness. And this needs to shift in the sense that you don't wanna end up there. And if you end up there for a reason, if you get hit by a car and stuff, people will save your life and they, they're doing an amazing job. And again, we've seen this through the crisis of the COVID-19. But they need help as well, you know, they, in the sense that there's all those lifestyle related diseases that can be preventable and this is something you can do yourself but to do that you need to understand how those things work you need to have something that can you know give you an insight on what's going on with you um, and yeah so with, with all those predisposition to all those different type of disease mental health and you know all those indicators are uh, all those biomarkers that are involved in there you, you can have a visual about it and, uh, and understand and learn, discover and learn really, uh, and can then just, adapt and optimize. 
quickly, just uh, just thinking, okay, so like you've got the genetic biomarkers that say, okay, I can see that, yeah, like, you know, you've got some predispositions there to say that you're diabetic. How do you synchronize something like the microbiome and the, and the genetics together to, to say, this is what will be a suitable diet for you. This is what's going to yeah. not create, uh, you know, further um, deterioration or um, um, switch, switch on certain genes. Yeah, that sort of exactly. Thing. So this is, you know, uh, dealing with the thing, the imbalance before it becomes a big issue. Uh, is very important uh, and you need to be on top of all those things and the way we do that is I'll give you a, a concrete example I'll give you my example actually mm. of a genetic variant that I knew I had but you know in, in the platform uh, because we sequence uh, we look at so many SNPs genes it was even more you know uh, solid uh, uh, as, as as a score, my detox pathways are not working very well. So my ability to remove toxins out of my body is really not working. Um, that's who I am. I'm just made this way. But what that means is I'm more likely to have issues with detoxification. And, and the worst case scenario could be, you know, uh, uh, cancers and, and this sort of thing. So living in a city like London, which is uh, very, you know, toxic in the sense that you, you know, I used to live uh, near the North Circular, a lot of car fumes, um, and I just, you know, trying to work hard on doing all this, going right and left all day long, you know, transportation and, and stuff. Um, I was having my fair amount of toxins every day. So I connect the dot between those two things. What I mean by that is I do another test, which is our enverotoxins element. And because it's what the platform has suggested to me based on my lifestyle, saying that I'm always out running out and about, you know, mm. and understanding then that my detoxification pathway for my genetics, so those two get linked. So we want to look at that more closely. Mm. So our enverotoxin tests look at different type of toxins uh, the most 20 i mean the 20 most uh present you know pollutant in, in the atmosphere and within car toxin you have a few and okay so the range is of within our platform to being normal range will be between 200 and 500 when it comes to car toxin i was on 1900 oh wow and then there's another thing that you need to a molecule called glutathione, I'm sure you, you know which one, mm -hmm. which is very uh, important. And, and one gene in particular, GSTM1, which is in, 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 in charge of you know, uh, get, getting this molecule, bounding it to the toxins that needs to be sort of deactivated. So then you can transport it out of your body. That's the phase two of detoxification. Is just you know not working for me at the start so my pool of it is already really low but when we test the normal range is from that where two and five five being optimal I was at 0 0.3 or something like that so what I've learned from this is the, the, the platform has learned okay you are predisposed not to remove toxins very well 
but from your lifestyle assessment, you already told me about brain fog. You told me about, um, you know, the fact that you're always running about in a city like London, which is polluted. Um, you, um, you know, have sometimes uh, joint pain, you know, this, this sort of thing. But all of this are also related to toxicity. And this is why I'm being recommended to have a look at, among other things, my toxicology profile and car fumes are super high. Uh, there was other stuff, right? But this was the, the big, wow, okay, that's big, that's outside, you know. Uh, I would need another visual on the platform, basically. Um, so then my personalized recommendation were really targeted on supporting my detoxification pathways, um, avoiding to the maximum, you know, exposure while I'm trying to remove what I already have because I need to do something about it. Um, and, you know, infrared sauna to remove the, 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 the toxins, uh, things like, um, you know, cruciferous vegetables, which we know will help to support my detoxification pathways, switching it out um, with uh, training sauna, all this sort of thing, uh, and also some supplements, um, you know, antioxidant like vitamin C, glutathione, um, which I need. Okay, so mm -hmm. this is the sort of thing that the platform does is to really to get to connect all the dots yeah. across the whole thing to then give you a really targeted sort of uh, recommendation. Okay. So you've covered. Oh, sorry, we crossed over talking there. Sorry. Um, yeah, once what I wanted to uh, know a bit more of. So you've covered. You've got the uh, genetic part of the test. There's the microbiome, and there's the toxicity. Toxicity, and mm -hmm. um, what other parts to the test is there? So you or mean about the process? Now. How it? Yeah. So it, the, the process is is quite simple. It all starts with a free self assessment mm -hmm. because you need to understand. Um, you know. We already give you a dashboard of your wellness um, based on six categories, genetic, um, um, fitness, lifestyle, uh, you know, so you have nutrition um, and you have all those categories together. Um, it's, it's actually quite a lot of questions, but you can do them on and off. But again, the more data you feed into this algorithm, the more granular your um, you know your, your your recommendation will be and then once you have done this self-assessment we will recommend you what is your next best test and the test we have genetic is different because that won't change okay but the difference we do with genetic is you only have to test once because we keep your data um, in the sense that you always have data ownership but we can update you as we go along. So for example, now related genes to disease infection, immunity, about the COVID-19, we're going to add another 50 or, or so genes, we will update, right? So the people who already have done a test, they will just receive an update and more genes and more recommendation uh, based on, 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 on those uh, genetic. Um, and then all the other tests, we have the enviotoxins test, which is an organic acid test, which looks look in total of 90 biomarkers. 
um, and is very complete. Uh, across all the tests, we look at over a thousand biomarkers. So you, you can imagine this attached to your genetic. It's a lot of information, yeah. uh, but it's enough to, you know, give you the heads up in preventing the disease we are actually, uh, you know, uh, struggling with nowadays. Um, and so we have on toxins, we have the air element test, uh, which looks at all your ratios, your toxic ratios as well, your nutrients level. Um, we have also the hormone test, which is very important, you know, um, how what? your body is behaving at the hormonal level. Oh, hormonal. Right, right, yes. right. Uh, that's, that, that's my French accent, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the uh, hormone. The, <laughs> said almonds. Hormone. Like that. Almond. Oh, yeah, exactly. hormonal. So, the, 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 it looks at the hormone, uh, hormonal level. Yeah. And obviously, you also have, um, you know, the, the microbiome. The microbiome is almost misleading because we also look at not just your gut flora, we look also at intestinal health um, markers uh, like SIGA, leaky guts, all this sort of thing, um, which are about your the first line of defense, uh, your, your intestinal health in general, um, and also all the parasites, if you have parasites, viruses, fungus. So it's really is a complete uh you know scan of, of your gut what's going on down there and you know it, it's very true that if you already have inflamed gut then a lot of things can happen so you really want to know about uh, all those things what's going on and how you know it, it, it's not a bad thing to have one parasite okay so there's always this sort of balance you need to have mm. um however if you have a lot of things going on in different fronts uh, especially when we know that you have leaky guts, well, then you need to start doing something about it. Mm. When you mentioned earlier about the position of data ownership, like what, what's, yep. what's, um, you mentioned that you guys, um, you, I'm guessing you don't share it. Well, what was this thing about data ownership you mentioned? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's a strong position I want to have with, data in the sense that there's a lot of um, genetic company out there that will take your data and <clears throat> will provide you with something but the real business model is to sell data to a third party mm. um Google and, does that. <laughs> yeah uh, you know i wasn't going to say the names but you know i'll you're, say you're google <laughs> uh, google but, but a lot of company you know even yeah. small ones right but right. the the thing is it's a reality, you know, health data is one of the fastest growing assets in a sense that is going to become and is becoming a currency, right? Mm. So the data ownership aspect of things with the numbers is it's your data, you have ownership of it. You can access your data at any time and we take, you know, uh, data security very seriously. Uh, maybe a bit too much for what we are now, but you know, it, it's how we do, we want to do it. Um, and in the sense that you can only exchange your data if you opt in or opt out, um, and you can give that to your uh, practitioner and any of the tests you do, the raw data, you have access to them, okay? Mm. Which is not the case right now with most of those tests. Um, if you do a genetic test, you won't have the raw data. Um, 
there are really not many companies that does that. Um, I don't think there is in the UK. That's so fine. the funny thing is if we, you do that within Omnos, you can have access to the 700,000 genes that we sequence. Uh, but just make sure you have room on a computer uh, <laughs> if you want to download this. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so, you know, this is what we call about data ownership. And in the future, uh, you could even have access to those data to, you know, uh, as, as a currency, as a commodity. I remember telling a couple of friends of mine about getting a DNA test done. And can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah can you hear yeah, me yeah. fine? Yeah, so yeah, I've spoken to a few friends about getting, getting a DNA test done, and 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 some of them said things like, "Aren't you afraid that maybe your 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 DNA might get stolen, and then they'll make a a duplicate of you, and it'll be like, have you seen a movie called Gemini Man?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I remember that. Yeah. That's like a, or, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, "What? What?" So. <laughs> What about people's DNA and samples and stuff? Like what, what happens with samples? Are they, uh, I don't know, behind a safe or are they uh, after yeah. you? So the, mm. the, the, normal, the normal thing is, you know, when it comes to data ownership and we're really strong about it. Mm. And in the sense that it's just a statement almost of, a positioning in terms of uh, as an executive de decision your data are your data and we will actually help you to to make um, you know to have access to your data but also maybe to use it as a commodity in the future mm -hmm. I'll explain why because there's a lot of company out there and, and you know your friend well cloning we're not there yet right um, you know it's quite complex um, but, you know, but there's truly an issue where there's big companies that, or even small companies that will take those data and won't give you access to the raw data. But what that means is they will be selling your data to a third party, right? And actually, health data in general is a very fast-growing asset. It's worth money. It's a commodity and, you know, it, it will become a currency. Um, and having everything in one place that we have all those data, it's not only about your genetic data, but all of other health data is very valuable. But you could actually use that for yourself, whether you could have a better deal at your, I don't know, um, uh, your, your insurance premium, for example. But it's has to be your choice whether you want to do that or not mm. whether you want to opt in to share those data it's your data it's your you know they, they're coming from your dna they're coming uh it, you have to have this you know platform and this is how we want to do it but facilitate things for you in a very secure manner we, we take you know uh, data security very seriously uh maybe too much for where we are now as a, you know as a startup but it's very important for us because to have encryption of your data means that nobody else except from you will have access and you can actually you you're in a control room in a sense but you can opt in or out mm. but then you, if you want to opt in for research um let's say you could be paid for it um, if you want to, you know, opt in for, I don't know, share your data with, 
a retail experience. Let's say you go and shop somewhere, uh, then you can have personalization of your food or this sort of thing. There's many applications possible when it comes to you know uh, data, or even to use it as uh, a personalized personalized identity, right? So mm -hmm. the, you know it's a, even more accurate than uh, a face recognition, right? It's all your DNA. There's only one for sure, um, you know. So all those things are possible, uh, but within Omnos, we, we, we make sure that you have total ownership of your data. We take you know, data very seriously, and, and we also have uh, all our lab is certified on this, and, and by law, they have to dispose of your um, data after seven days. Okay. So, right. you know, it's, it's, it's what, yeah. What we do in terms of There's not going to be a clone of me walking down the street in 20 years. Like, wait a minute, I used to look like that, you know? No, 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 no. Not yet. Except if you're up for it, you know? <laughs> you can order, order your clone in 20 years. Who knows, you know? Yeah, right. Advances are going fast. Yeah. So let's say I discover, I don't know, I've got some, some cancer cells or something, but, the, you know, the the... The, the gene mutation hasn't switched on and I just want to be, I just want to be healthy. Like if yeah. I have a genetic test that says, all right, you've got all this madness, we're there waiting for you to switch it on. So you better be careful. Um, would you have yeah. some kind of lifestyle advice with the tests to make sure that someone is, you know, yeah. working in homeostasis without, you know, effing up their life basically? So there's quite an argument here in the sense that, again, it's not because you have certain gene variants that you will develop the disease associated with them. Mm -hmm. And a good example is, you know, the, the, the BRAC genes, right? The, 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 the um, uh, BRAC2 genes and all those, uh, you know, breast cancer. Um, actually, what we know now is if you have those, um there's actually as many people who have them or many people who don't have them but have breast cancer so there's not a real clean cut on things right. and again all of this is multifactorial if we talk about cancer it's not one gene that will cause the cancer so then you have mutation which are very different uh but we don't do all those medical uh rare disease type of thing um we more of a wellness platform so we have to stop at a certain level um, and we're not going to tell you, oh, you're, you're going to maybe die from this and this is what you should do about it. Um, it's more about education um, and having the science validated by it. Right. Um, and if you want, however, and again, it's to this having access to all those raw data, if you want to investigate with people or institution, but look at those things closer. You can have access to your data. Go and see them, and you know, uh, look for those very specific cancer variant gene uh, or rare disease type of gene, um, right. and have you know, consult consulting on those. Um, however, we don't do that. We we're more of a wellness platform. So can I for us, it's all about you know what you are predisposed in terms of preventable diseases um, and what you can do about it to rebalance things so you know those genes won't express 
right right um cool cool interesting see what what i'm thinking about is okay so i had a one of my genetic tests said that i have the apoe4 gene yeah and i was like but, but one copy one copy huh okay so you thought straight away alzheimer yeah exactly you, you know it's associated so i'm like all right you know i was thinking all right so what's it, what sort of things do i need to think about it's like you know uh, neurodegenerative disease and anything to do with you know lack of sleep and things that yeah. might uh, affect, affect the cognition anything to do with the brain i'm really thinking i'm trying to work around you know my lifestyle to make sure that nothing messes up with my head <laughs> you know yeah. um, but this is just my own I don't know, guesswork in a sense, reading a few bits and pieces online, you know, and speaking to a few um, holistic pr practitioners, whether naturopaths or functional medicine. But like the reason yep. why I asked you was if somebody, you know, discovers they have something like a gene, some sort of gene variant, like maybe there might be some sort of advice not to say, oh, you know, you're going to, this is the answer you'll definitely, be perfect, but, but. There's definitely advices to certain genes. So yeah. like APOE4, for example, you do need to restrict uh, the amount of fat in your diet uh, because, you know, uh, and especially the type of fat, okay? Um, and you also need to uh, have rich antioxidant diets. You need to make sure that you avoid trauma and, and these sort of things. Um, and you do need to... To, to do all those things. But if you look at it, like this is like Alzheimer, we call it the type three diabetes. Yeah. Uh, you know, sugar is a big one, right? So obviously if you do all the wrong things that you know will lead you there anyway, um, but if you have those genes, yes, you definitely should do a bit of intermittent fasting. Uh, well, if it's okay with all the genes, right? But you should uh, uh, apply all those different things. And, and, you know, keto diet, for example, you know, it might be something appealing to you, but if you have an APOE4 variant, you need to tweak it a bit. Um, otherwise, it could be in the long term, uh, not something that beneficial for you okay mm -hmm. so there's all those different things and, and this is uh, the, the good thing about all those gene variants is again is looking at what works what doesn't work for you and avoid the guesswork and and actually uh, have something that is still all made to you yeah. but if you look at the overall basis and people that usually look at very specific thing out of an ecosystem in isolation you go back into how the healthcare system look at things. Um, we're complex being, and we, we, it's made of interaction, and an integrative approach is more about looking at all the other things, right? Mm. So even like APOE4 at an emotional level, um, we even understand all those things now, but it's also very important. So do you have, before worrying about, you know, uh, Alzheimer, um, you know, do you have friends you talk to? Do you have a, a social life? Because that's also very, very important for not developing Alzheimer. Isolation, more than the gene itself, 
will have a massive impact if you have the, the predisposition uh, in, in developing this in the long term. Mm. So all, all those aspects of the basic first, of like, you know, Mediterranean diet, for example, that works for most people. Mm. But then what's the second layer for you? What are the tweaks based on your genetic variants, based on, you know, the things you need to optimize because of the tests you have done? Mm. and add another layer of personalized supplementation strategy maybe uh, but that's that's supplements on top you know it's a supplement you yeah. need to do all those basic right and you touch on the right thing sleep super important for it right uh mm. headspace you know uh, all, all those things are, are very important rather than just following those recommendation just those recommendation you know based on apoe for yeah, yeah, yeah. look at all all of them all of different things um, and I think this is where it's very important again not to just look at genetically what's your lifestyle then you know how does it plug this with your genetic and then how does it compare of what's going on inside your body right now and then you have a very sort of more integrative picture of the whole thing you understand yourself as a ecosystem uh, and genetic is one part of it yeah 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 so what you just said there yeah exactly that's that's what i want to know like not that i needed you to tell me what i need to know for me which was cool thank yeah. you that was pretty cool <laughs> just noting that down <laughs> but like you know well just just go to platform you'll be there <laughs> yeah you know because there's so you know it's cool to have these things there like all right i know this about me but what does it mean you know what does it mean for people that's what they might ask so what i've got this information what what does that do for my life but if you know if if you've got something where it's like all right we've got these suggested directions for you lifestyle factors to 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 help to optimize you as an individual with yep. these different um uh these different tests um you know um fusing together then that sounds perfect that sounds yeah. really good, you know, yeah. as opposed to just a lot of information. There you go. Walk away with this information. All right. Yeah. And that's what I've had so far, to be honest. I've done some, yeah. I've done, I've done some, actually the microbiome one was pretty cool. That was all right. That was all right. I found out my ecosystem and certain, um, certain foods, which were good prebiotics and um, certain foods I was to avoid and um minimize um like that's that's one which you have to do at least every three months isn't it because your ecosystem can change right well yeah every three every six months depend on you know if you travel a lot um or depends on many things even your age you know like like myself for example is 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 microbiome will adapt really quickly from wherever it goes but for us it takes longer so right it's it's you know it depends on many factors but if you keep traveling a lot and you already have uh you know inflammation from wherever it comes from um and, and there's a lot of food you don't tolerate maybe yes you should look into uh more often into your microbiome to make sure you're on top of things mm. and you, you give the chance of not adding food or, or or doing things that will you know have inflammation to the mix that uh, will not help your gut to heal, right? Mm. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's good to do it regularly if you already have issues. 
but if everything is fine, you know, like maybe do it, you don't have to do it every three months. But right. if everything, you know, uh, you have, uh, you know, you feel bloated. And, and the funny thing is 67, 67 sorry, of the UK population do feel bloated or some sort of discomfort after eating a meal. That's huge, right? Yeah. So that, that's a lot of people that should maybe look into their guts and look into what's going on. Uh, whether they eat food that are actually they're not designed to assimilate very well, uh, whether it's inflammation coming from somewhere else, whether they have parasites they picked up some, you know, somewhere, um, mm. all this sort of thing. Because again, it's a very complex ecosystem we have down there. Yeah. Um, and and again, it's all about balance. So if you have a parasite, don't go and you know go to war with it and have all those things that we recommend like oregano oil or all these things like this is great if you have a lot and and you you struggle but if you have one and it doesn't cause you anything actually doing something about it and strongly might disturb the rest and then you you'll get with more things you know so mm. it's again when it comes to guts immunity it's all about balance mm. Mm. right it's things that you balance yeah that's cool. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. I was going to ask you a directly kind of fitness related question, really, Go rather than the whole system by itself. Like, you know, as we're talking about the gut, just quickly, I wanted to know what's your thoughts on like adding digestive enzymes to your eating regimen? I think it's a very good thing for you to help, like, you know, boost a bit of your, um, I shouldn't say the word booster, you know, I'm, I'm being also uh, uh, using the word that I'm saying not to use, uh, but, you know, to help your, your support, your gut health. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is food, for example, that you don't digest very well and, and create those bloating um, and you still don't know what's, what are they, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe, yes, ha- you know, having digestive enzyme will definitely help to decrease the, the inflammation response you will get. Um, because any food that you won't tolerate very well, it will create an inflammation response. And actually digestive enzyme will help to avoid that or, or actually decrease that. And if you're an athlete uh, like you and, and you, know, you, you, you have a training regimen that already creates some oxidative stress, inflammation, um, and you already have a lot to deal with, uh, maybe it will have an impact on your performance, definitely. So, uh, you know, gut-related fitness, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think you can be on top of your performance as an athlete if, if your guts are not doing very well. Absolutely. And digestive enzyme will help. What was that? Because one of the things, digestive enzyme and, you know, prebiotic and, you know, those are the things that will help. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. That's good to know. Because I... I take them i I try not to take it all the time but um you know i've read some really good reviews from um by optimizers and um so many people like oh my god they're great they're great so i was like i need to try it you know especially if i do like to eat a steak or maybe like a, a ton of meat on some days i don't do that on a regular basis but i'm thinking to myself wow i don't even know if any of that is fermenting in my gut, you know, because I'll be honest, sometimes I'm not chewing as slow as I should, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm just conscious, like what's going on in there? Like, 
guys, are you all right? Are you working? So I'll take you. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, I just had a full stack in in uh, free mouthful. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you definitely, I mean, this all gut mechanism starts in your mouth, uh, as you probably know it already. And, and you do need to have all those basic in check as well, especially if you already have issues, right? Mm -hmm. So masticating properly, mm -hmm. uh, because masticating properly, we sort of like, you know, the, 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 the mouth microbiome will, will send messages to your gut microbiome. Hey, this is what's coming next. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the army of the things that needs to break those things down, uh, are, are going to be there already. Well, if you just shove everything there and you stress already inflamed and you just had a lot of, I don't know, water or, or not, not water, but like liquid or alcohol and stuff. Things are already fermenting. You're not going to digest anything. Right. So mm. it, it's again and it comes to all those things of coming back to rituals almost of you know uh how people were doing things back in the days not being rushed and stressed out um or you know taking the time of eating preparing the food having a those ritual uh you know testing the food while you do all those things all those things are very important mm. um so again when you look at your gut health you also need to look at not just the supplements that can help, but all the things that you can help to support your gut. This podcast is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared Sauna. If you want the ultimate biohack, then this is it. Clearlight Infrared Sauna has state-of-the-art heating technology to produce optimal wavelengths of 360 degrees infrared heat. Traditional saunas raise the temperature from the air, but infrared saunas raise your temperature from the core. The result is deeper tissue penetration. This is the perfect way to remove toxins. It promotes healing, revitalization, penetrates fat cells, and stimulates metabolism. Clear light saunas is energy efficient, costing up to 45p per hour virtually close to no EMF and low ELF technology. They also use eco-certified wood, so no toxic fumes when heated. You also get a lifetime warranty on a residential sauna. If you'd like to learn more about Clearlight Saunas or pick one up for yourself, then just click the link in the show notes and check it out. What's happening, I don't know, like, again, just kind of talking, not directly about the gut, but I'm just thinking about digestion. So, yeah, the whole masticating process when you're chewing, I'm assuming, yeah, the signal's going down, like, oh yeah, lots of chewing going on. All right, we need to <laughs> sort of, come on, let's get some gastric juices flowing, you know? Exactly. What about if you were drinking a smoothie? Like, is it going to process as much? Um, to to digest this, like you know, is it going to be much enzymes and everything? So again, it, it really depends on what is your gut um, is like right now. Mm. But one thing is, you know, while you are eating, one thing we know is maybe too much liquid will dilute your 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 you know um, acid 
gastric acid that actually will prevent you to digest properly mm -hmm. so Good. you know there's a lot of again this this afternoon i was actually um i just had lunch in a place and i just took a juice uh while i was eating but then i know about these things but I've, you know the but the juice they gave me was like you know like it was a pint of like smoothie right. and obviously i didn't drink at all because yeah. you know i would have not digested my food and my partner did and she was like well you know i don't feel i digested well here they're like well yeah <laughs> anyway. that's interesting yeah that i mean this is slightly off subject but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I doesn't mean, doesn't have to be on the on, on the thing. <laughs> not directly, but you know, it's it's to do with the body, the body, the gut. You know, because yeah. I, I I'm I'm a person where when I'm eating, I don't I don't drink during eating. My dad taught me that when I was really young, and it was probably because every time I drank while I was eating, I never finished my food because you yeah. know the drinking would disrupt your eating if you're drinking in between. And yeah. in fact, in some coaches would say like, if you want to minimize the amount which you eat then you could just drink in between. That's like a little trick, a little hack, but might not yeah. be so good for the gut. But like, I've always worried, uh, not worried, um, query, like, you know, the legitimacy of how healthy it is to drink during eating. But it's yeah. interesting what you say there. Like, you know, if it affects the uh, yeah. acids and I don't know, the enzymes that go to work at the time. Mm -hmm. So quickly, what, what are you working on at the moment, um, apart from Omnos? Um, so, it's always related to what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you know, um, first there's the academy, uh, the Omnos academy I had before the, the Gen Smart Academy, mm -hmm. um, and the academy is this time we will have. Uh, I'm preparing the online version because we have a lot of time uh, to ourselves. Uh, you yeah. know, looking things online. Well, not that I had time to do anything, but um, I had time to work on the academy, which is really on top of doing the test, a bit diving down into the whole world of nutrigenomic, uh, the whole world of um, how we connect the dots and all the different tests. So more for people who want to be a bit more educated about these things. And, and mainly like if you are... Uh, a personal trainer, a nutritionist, and, and you want to understand how all those things uh, can help you and, and you can become, uh, you know, sort of Omnos affiliate, um, we have this academy. But we also have the pro version that will come a bit later, but that is for registered practitioners, um, um, which will be, you know, uh, which a nutritionist, dietitian, uh, or even GP wants to, uh, you know, have a bit more of a personalized approach. So this is something I'm working on. Then I have my second book, Smart Health, um, but I'm almost done, almost finished. So I'm quite excited about it. Um, and yeah, it's very exciting because the first book was Cracking Your Health Code and it, it was an invitation as, you know, looking at things, and that's already four years now, five years, not four years. Uh, looking at things for yourself in a sense that don't follow trends and look into your own biology mm -hmm. um, and start to have to be proactive towards your health but based on your you know bio individuality yeah. so that was uh, and with the whole gen smart methodology but now 
smart health is more about a new architecture, how we can now have, we have the convergence of new technology like artificial intelligence, um, the fastest growing access to those information through your mobile or, you know, 5G and all these things. Mm. It's, it's now time to actually decentralize like wellness, you know, uh, and to be owner, owner of our own health. But now, because of all those technology, we can do it. And we can actually have legislation in the sense that the government can help the public uh, to achieve all this with infrastructure. So smart health is all about that. It's a new health architecture, if you wish. So it's a bit of a, you know, a think thought that I put out there. Um, and again, you know, I'll, I'll show all the benefits and also talk about, you know, the importance of coming back to our roots, but all this now being data driven, mm -hmm. showing the, the importance of, you know, even the old things that, you know, people were doing centuries ago, but now we can prove that actually those things were really good for you. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this is what, what is uh, smart health. That's awesome. Um... Yeah, a, a lot of people are starting to kind of go back to the whole ancestral living now, isn't it? It's become a, yeah. at least in the biohacking wellness space anyway. Um, there's many other people who still are happy with the um, uh, pre-packed foods, which you just throw in the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Those that are health conscious. So are that really... doesn't work because <laughs> yeah. we, we haven't evolved this way, right? So, and, and, and one of the, actually the, the diseases of today are also related to disconnection of how we grow and how we do things. And that's why it's very important to have this aspect of coming back to the way we do, we're doing certain things, growing your food and all the, you know, there's all important and there are even things that we don't even understand yet <clears throat> that are important in this practice of doing it. Uh, for us, but we don't yet quantify them, or we, we cannot yet have scientific paper about them. But we know it's important. Mm -hmm. um, you know. Anyway, so yeah. What, what was what was your previous book called again? Cracking your health code. Or is that available on Amazon at all? Yeah, yeah, it's available on Amazon. It's been there for four years, four and a half years. Yeah. yeah. Cracking your health code. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll definitely need to have a look on that. Have you done any, any uh, audio books at all? I haven't done audio books, not yet. Okay. I'm, 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 I, sh I should do because I'm, uh, I'm actually dyslexic. So it's, you know, uh, that was the challenge for me of writing a book, being dyslexic. But yeah. that was the challenge I wanted to do anyway. And I'm, I'm, I'm loving writing, so it's all good. Awesome. <laughs> but when I, when I read, and especially when I'm tired, I, I do prefer having an audio book. Yeah. So Audible is my friend. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> Audible. That is, that's that uh, is. I'm always me, going yeah. for the. I'm always going for the free, uh, free more. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The moment the email <laughs> comes through, what? Of course, I'm buying yeah. that. You don't need to. Yeah. You should just take the money. Don't ask me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because so much. Yeah, it's so much more convenient. I mean, for me, anyway. Especially if you live in London, you commute all the time. You know. What new yeah. skill have you learned lately, would you say? Well, um, 
first to work with under pressure <laughs> in the sense that I've been really busy lately. Um, but that that's really really good. Um, the the other thing that I've been to cut out of this pressure. I always you know I'm a been a wannabe surfer, um, and being here, I had to sort of escape uh, in 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 north of Spain um, when all. Covid thing happened because my family was already there, my, my son and my partner. So I just, you know, before the, the 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 borders were locked, I managed to to come here, and we it's just by the, the sea and it's very nice, uh, and the waves are great here. So uh, I used to do that a bit when I was a teen, uh, but I topped it up here, and it's a great way to you know cut from, um, you know cut from work just being in the now in the seas is just amazing and yeah i've been loving it so this is a skill i'm trying to i don't think i will master and you know it's not the sort of things you master easily yeah. uh, but at least having fun and, and taking waves and you know having fun is great so that's awesome man. yeah great so you're doing lots of grounding as well yes well definitely surfing is grounding right because oh, yeah. you just you know and yeah. um, on, you're definitely in in the water and you you know uh, on the sand you just have to before going you look you know at least five minutes ten minutes walking around the beach with your board okay what, what is the best spot and here you're like oh those guys actually are, are more pro i'm not going to bother them i don't want to cut them in their way so i'm going to go there so you have to walk along you know uh, yeah, this this all this this all hierarchy in surfing, which is quite interesting. But I like it; it's very cool. So, you mentioned earlier about you um, having maybe not the the greatest ability to detoxify yourself. And when you'd lived in a yes. in an environment where there was lots of pollution, I'm guessing you was affected quite a lot. Um, how was you affected exactly? Like how? How did you feel? How was your body responding? And how are you feeling now in this new environment? So that's, that's a really good question because I definitely saw the difference. So I, when I was in this time, when I got this test done, I was worn out um, in the sense that I was working really hard, um, you know, commuting like, like I'm doing crazy hours and commuting all around London meetings and stuff. Um, it was really hard to of the, the the environment of London, which was a bit toxic. Um, and what I was feeling is just you know small headache in the morning, tired, joint pain, uh, the things that you almost take for granted. Um, and actually, it was really good once I've done the self-assessment having this helicopter view and it's like, oh yeah, actually, <laughs> I should know better. Um, and it was very interesting. And then when I got the, the result, I was like, wow, okay, this is super high. This is, this is high, you need to do something about it now. So these things that happened to me to, to be now in an environment. Uh, and when I started the protocol about detoxifying and everything before that, uh, now I can tell you the big difference. I, you know, brain fogs are gone. Um, you know, all the, the, you know, joint pains are gone. Uh, I have a lot more energy uh, and is 
because I've been here trying to remove, you know, and, and I think the COVID-19 helped all that. There was no plane, no car, and here I'm in the countryside anyway. Uh, but there's more cows and, and goats here than human around where I am. Oh, um, and grass-fed, yeah. grass-fed. <laughs> yeah, exactly, grass-fed. And actually, I, you know, the first thing I did here is I, I'll help um, to grow a, a veg patch, patch, you know. And now we have this massive courgette and stuff and, and you know, eating clean food as well. Yeah. So the whole thing, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Mm. And I can feel a massive difference. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so great. So for those that might be interested in getting a test from Omnos, like what is the direction for them? How can they do it? Yeah. So the first thing to do is to go and do the free self-assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, which is on omnos.me um, and you just click on the sign up you put you know your name and passwords and you know you, you get in and then you start answering the first self-assessment few questions and then from there you can even if you do all the questionnaire we will recommend you what the, the algorithm will recommend you what is the next best test for you based on the answers you've been given so if you talk a lot about blotting, a lot of, you know, microbiome might, might be the test. Right. If you want to, if you already have uh, um, done a DNA test, um, our DNA test is pretty amazing because you have ongoing updates about your genes all the time. And the fact that we look at 700,000 of them wow. is pretty powerful. Um, and we give you insights already to 500 different reports. So <clears throat> they can do that. And I'll be happy to uh, give discount codes, uh, and you know it's it, it can be uh, Roger Ten or something like that. All right. Um, and and you know, um, so to have ten percent of the genetic test or any of the tests really. Cool. Um, but I would invite people to start by creating an account, and then if they want to buy the test, look at the one that they are being recommended. Mm. Um, and the genetic test is different because whether you have one or you don't, but you know, if you want to do another one, it's the only one you'll have to do it, uh, you know, only once because we'll update you continuously about all the genes reports that will upload on the platform over time. That's really good, you know, because there are many companies you do the test, and once they give you the report, you never hear back from them again. <laughs> Yeah, but because it's a product, yeah, and, and that's something very important. And from the start, and you know, I, I actually started my career in this uh, as as an entrepreneur, and I'm not going to go into details, but more about the product. And I wasn't satisfied about it in the sense that the it's not a product. This is interesting data people have access to. It, it needs to be something more right so um and yeah the, the facts and now but i managed to find the ability of giving the data ownership through the platform and then that you can have constant update or on your on your genes it's very powerful because right now genomic is even more than before constantly the research you know there's more and more research uh, being validated and we have a process within our platform uh, you know, team of scientists uh, that validate. If there's enough scientific validation, okay, well, now we can put this on a platform because there's enough concrete validation here. Um, and, and we've done 
now about to do an update later this year um, about 50 genes related, uh, 56 actually genes related to, um, I don't want to say COVID-19, but yeah, it's yeah. disease infection, uh, disease infection and anything to do with immunity. But we'll really give you a, a really strong picture about, you know, if you get something like COVID-19 mm. uh, or what you should do to avoid it, right? Right. Or, or what can you do to, to, to do it better? <clears throat> would you be able to again, if you Sorry, quick, would you be able to give like an indication of those that might be, uh, you know, at risk or, or at higher risk? Would that information? Yeah, yeah totally. Mm -hmm. About the COVID-19, yes. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of uh, disease contraction risk and then the specific genes that more are more about the infection outcome. Um, based on your immunity, inflammation response, you know, so all those type of genes will, you know, which we already have on our platform, but when we, you pack them together and connect the dots, it gives you a profile. So that's a report on immunity and infection disease. Um, and also, you know, very specific things to do with like mucus, mucus, for example, from your lungs and, you know, all those things are, are also genetic factors. So, yeah. But then it's not only this, the only picture, you can also do that, and this is what we do, across different tests, right? So if on top of that, you have all those genes that are predispose you for something that, you know, you're not necessarily going to have a good outcome of it. And on top of that, you have um, SIGA, for example, which is uh, some, a biomarker in the microbiome, which looks at the, the first line of defense, which is, you know, very low, uh, well, it, you know, when we tell you to stay at home and avoid to be, you should. <laughs> yeah? mm -hmm. So then it's your decision, but at least you, you know about it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. And, and I think it, it's good to be in the know. Yeah. No, that's really good, man. That is really good. Really good. Because I think it would help people to just take care of themselves. I, I think people need some, some kind of sense of direction because I think man because i think a lot of people are lost in this world <laughs> and, yes. it's, but, and it's not only their fault like there's so many information how do you you know sort of like decipher the whole thing how do you you know organize things in the sense that any all of this is relevant to you you actually need artificial intelligence and a platform like ours to do it <laughs> yeah. because there's too much out there but you need to understand definitely the first things to understand is your health journey is not someone else's health journey okay mm -hmm. and and what works for you will not necessarily works for someone else so when you start to understand all those things then you start di diving into your bio individuality across different area mm -hmm. and then you start really optimizing and understanding and learn about yourself you, you it, and this is what also Omnos is. It's really an invitation of discovering about and learn about who you are, what you can do about it uh, to optimize your health. Yeah. Right? And, and it needs to be personal. That's so amazing. It really is. It really is. Just getting to know. It's, it's mad. Like getting to know, like seeing this data, which tells you, oh, yeah, by the way, this is you. Like, wow. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> wow, this and is we make it pretty man. as well. We make huh? it pretty as well. And we make it pretty as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty as well. Hey, why not? Aesthetic. Okay. Yeah. So um, the, the website is uh, omnos.me. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. And what is the uh, Instagram link? Is so it just at omnos.me? So mm -hmm. I'm quite, I'm quite uh, as someone told him, told me today, prolific on Instagram in the sense that I like to write content. Okay. Um, and, and like every day, there's one or two mini blog going. <laughs> so right. it's, it's, it's full of really cool information. Um, so yeah, I invite people to definitely go and have a look. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. I'll put that, that in the show notes so people can see. Look, Thomas, it's been uh, pretty incredible. Pretty yeah, same. Really enjoying it. Oh, man, thank you very much. Um, I'm definitely going to have a test done myself. Um, yes. I, think, I think the hormone one. I haven't had a hormone yeah. one done. So yeah. um, that, that one there is... Uh, one of my interests. And there's this misconception as well of thinking that hormone is just for women. But actually, it's so important for men too, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, perhaps we can do another podcast to talk about my results when I do it. And definitely. Uh, that, that's if it's only if it's good news. <laughs> only if it's good news. But if, if I look at you now, I know you're on working well you might have maybe too too much cortisol or something because you work hard but right. the rest will be on on, on the, the rest will be on uh, on point yeah that would be great to see we definitely will set that up once once yeah. i have the, the, the podcast will be two minutes <laughs> well, well, yeah <laughs> yeah you have you have uh yeah you slightly out of range here yeah <laughs> No, but it, it would be interesting to tie everything up like, okay, so what are you doing in your life? I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Okay, well, that kind of explains what's going yeah. on here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, think that would be cool. But look, cool. Thomas, again, thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. Any guests which I have on the show really provide some golden nuggets and useful life-changing tips so always feel free to check out their social media platforms or website links, which will be written in the show notes. These shows are financed by my sponsors, so your contributions are always greatly appreciated. Any clickable links with discount codes will not only provide you with the best services, but will help out the podcast too. So thank you. If you do like the Roger Snipe Show podcasts, then why not give it a review? A five star would be awesome, but some great feedback on what you liked about the show or what you would have liked to hear would be helpful too. Until next time.